Camera man, look at this camera. Yes, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What you saying, man? What you saying, man? What's going on, man? I'm good, bro. What you saying, man? Ah, oh, no, nothing much. Just chilling. Uh, I've got guests coming on in a minute. Um, he's from Brazil. He's going to talk to us a bit about the, the life in Brazil at the moment because, you know, I've been... Right now, I need to put this camera somewhere, man. Like, it's, it's a bit more... So you can see me a little bit more, man. Let me see. Let me see. Yo, this camera, man. Yo, I need to get a stand, man. I can't, I can't get a stand. <laughs> Maybe this is a bit too close still. Oh, my phone away. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna come talk to us about life in Brazil at the moment. Let me turn the music off. So yeah, man. Uh, anyway, what's the latest? Let's talk. Let's before they, the guy joins us. Maybe Simon too. I think Simon's gonna join us. Um, let's talk about WhatsApp, man, because everyone's been bug, bugging out, bugging out about WhatsApp and the privacy issue. Um, I don't know. I. Personally, I think everyone should just relax. You know, to be fair, we've been tracked the whole time anyway. It's nothing new. They're just telling us now, yeah, you know, we're tracking you, by the way. <laughs> you got, you know, one time, I'll tell you what, one situation that came up with me. I remember one time I was talking about something. I can't remember what it was. I was talking about something. And then I went on Facebook and the same thing I was talking about came up. I was like, yo, how does that know, man? I didn't even search for it or anything. And then another time, yeah, what Facebook does, especially is um, sometimes it'll trick you. So he said to somebody, yeah, someone in my friends list likes this holiday resort, for example. Excuse me. So I wrote to the friend. I said, do you really like this? Because I knew the friend's opinion. I was like, I know that person don't like that stuff. So I, I typed in there and well, wrote to him and I said, yo, do you like this stuff? And he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, but Facebook is telling me that you like it. So I don't know how that works out. So what does Facebook kind of pretends that your friends like it so you can like it as well? You know what I mean? Some crafty advertising, man. So, yeah, it, it is what it is, man. But um, for you to give consent uh, means that they can do more. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't know what the extent is. Um, from when from when they try to hard sell you like they, like they have by giving you no choice, saying that you either accept it or your, your account will be deleted. Yeah. Um, that, that, that is hard. That is very, very hard. Like in any platform that you're using, they should give you options. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And um, Facebook's Facebook. In the yeah. day, you take it or you leave it with Facebook. But WhatsApp is is personal. You like you you you're contacting people. People you're having conversations. Yeah. Video calls. You know where does it end? Mm. You know what I mean? You, you know if you know I know the police. I've got access to WhatsApp. They can trace you on WhatsApp. They can do whatever on WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm going to say? So yeah. for one, that's already... So if you're living that lifestyle um, as a criminal or you're living that lifestyle as a as a hustler, then you can't be on WhatsApp. <laughs> you can't be on WhatsApp. <laughs> you know everyone's, everyone's always knew that. But right about now, they're giving... You don't know what ends... You know, you don't, cause, cause, cause we're living in these times right about now. You don't know where we're at, mm. and you know it, it's funny as well because things don't happen on coincidence. Yeah. Things happen for purpose, especially in the year twenty twenty one. Do you understand me? Why yeah. is it into the year twenty twenty one now? They're trying to introduce this. You know, so mm. you have to understand they're trying to they're trying to spy on us and that as well. Yeah, that's the thing. So for me personally. I will not be, I, I will potentially keep my WhatsApp, but I will not be using it the way I was using it before. Yeah. So, because... wait, do you think, sorry, just cut you off a sec. Um, do you think the only people who need to be worried are like criminals and hustlers then? No, I think I think everybody needs to. 
I think everyone needs to, you know, there's, there's certain conversations, there's certain um, things that we're going to talk about that they're going to be listening and watching. And I don't want that. I'm yeah. Sorry. I don't want that. Mm. I mean, nah. like, I think that's always the argument, though. It's like, if you've got nothing to worry about, then you don't. Yeah, but you know. at the same time, yeah, I don't want people knowing my business. I don't <laughs> want to be watched by, 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 by Big Brother. Yeah, I don't want to be watched by them. I don't, you don't know who's watching you. I'm sorry, I'm not about that life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't do well with conforming to something that I'm not in control of. Yeah. I'm a big advocate. And you know why I'm a big advocate for that as well? Is because of what my what my um ancestors had to go through in terms yeah, of that's true, yeah. So that's why that's why I won't be I won't be oppressed. I would not be oppressed. So if you used to be oppressed, do you know what I mean? Yeah, hold on one sec. Let me try and get these guys are trying to come. I forgot to post a link, man. They're always bugging me out. Yo, wait, where's the link? I'm like, yo, the link's the same every week. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> some people don't get it, and it, some people don't get it. One sec. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, let's see, where's the, where's the link? Yo, I'm gonna go back for missions. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, yo, yo, sorry for my listeners, for our listeners. Now my phone's messing up, hold on a second. You want me to do it? I got it, I got it, I got it. You got it? Yeah, I should have two people joining. All right, yeah, um, yeah, like I said, we've, um, this, um, I don't, I don't know, man, like, obviously a lot of people are migrating now to Telegram. Yeah, signal. Uh, obviously, I'm, 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 I don't know. I don't, signals, signal for me is it doesn't seem. Uh, I'm not really feeling it. I'm on it. I'm on mm-hmm. it, but I'm I'm not really feeling it. I think Telegram is is, is a bit more simpler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Telegram's simple, man. It's nice. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's it's cool for me. Yeah. So, you know, what I mean, I've moved the Arsenal group over to that. So, yeah. um, do you know what I mean? So it is what it is, man. But I'm also I'm what I'm staying on WhatsApp, but I'm not going to use it. Does that make sense? So I won't be having video calls on there. I won't be um, using it too much. Mm. You know what I mean? I won't. I'm just literally coming off there, but it's still going to be there. Yeah. I'm just not going to be using it. I won't be having video calls. I think I won't be posting on it. You know what I mean? Have you put the, um, our group on on there already? No, not yet, but I'm actually I told everyone to move across, but not yet. Not yet. Everyone's the group's already on there, but no one's really moved across yet. So I'm waiting for I ain't said I ain't said you in I mean, Oh yeah, I think it's because it's under my English number still. That's why. Yeah, you need to you yeah. need to um, need to have me to group, man. Yeah. I'll add you. Hey Callan. Oh I can't, I can't hear you. Hello. Oh yeah, we can hear you. Hear me. Uh, yeah, how's it going? How's it going? I'm happy to have you here, of course. This is Callan Andrew. This is um, this is our Brazilian correspondent. Uh, Hello, Callan. You all right? Hi, how are you? Can you see me? Yeah, we can see you. Cla- fine. Okay, because I can't see you guys. But that's you can't okay. see us? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, no, I look, just see a black screen. We, we, look, we look pretty normal. <laughs> you know, it's classic. We've got two eyes, a mouth, and, and a nose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I just, uh, I'm just strained. It's just, it's one of them ones. It's all right. Um, so, um, Brazil, nobody, I wanted to close off. Sorry, yeah, I think, um, so we're just talking about WhatsApp, you know, they've brought some new rules with the data management, Uh and uh, basically, um, Andrew's against it, and I'm kind of like, I got nothing to hide, I don't care, but. I do understand the danger behind all of it, and then controlling you one hundred percent. So I do. Well, what 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 are the what are the new rules? Well, they can pretty much they can follow you on it. Well, they can take all your details, all the data, all the every every message you send. They can yeah read them. They can use everything towards marketing. Anything you type in, they can listen to all your messages. They can. There's actually no privacy anymore, so everything's open to them. Yeah, I don't agree with that. 
No. I mean, I think they're, unless, you know, I can understand, like, I've always had this thing where, you know, if you're a convicted criminal, then you lose your rights. Then, yeah. okay, that's fine. If you're a convicted, proven criminal to the state or wherever, then these agencies should have the ability to follow and track you because you are a criminal and you yeah. are a threat. But for somebody like me, who's 58, who's never even had a traffic ticket, mm. you know what? They're going to hear me talk about jujitsu moves or like <laughs> it just it just seems ridiculous. I'm not a threat to anybody. I don't belong to any radical groups. I don't mm. post anything that's considered radical. Yeah. You know, I have my own opinions about things, but I don't always post them because it's I'm not interested in getting into an online fight with people about yeah, things. Yeah, sure, sure. So, I mean, why would they want to track me? I'm not a threat. Yeah. You know, go, go use your resources to track people who are a potential threat. Mm -hmm. You know, the, these people that uh, are violent protesters, not peaceful protesters, but violent protesters need yeah. to be tracked. People that are fighting and killing people and burning buildings and looting. These are the people that need to be tracked. Not mm -hmm. the guy that stands out in the square and waves a flag and says, hey, I'm for freedom of speech and I have <laughs> First Amendment rights to speak my mind. Okay, that's mm -hmm. fine. You know? Yeah. But uh, I, don't th I don't agree with that. I think people should have a right to a certain level of privacy in their lives and yeah, not, not be tracked. Because these organizations, these uh, big tech companies like WhatsApp, Google, Facebook, whatever, you know, doing minor dating, uh, data mining and stuff. We don't know. What are they doing with that information? You know, just. I think it's, isn't it just basically they want to they wanna build the perfect profile so they know exactly what to sell you. It's just another way of siphoning the money out of your pockets. That's what I think it's, it is. Uh, but now it's getting. Now it's getting. Yeah, but now the problem is now it's getting to cancel culture. I mean, look, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I don't agree with the big tech canceling his right to free speech. Okay. You know, I mean, I don't think he incited a riot at the Capitol building. He told people to go there and protest peacefully. He never said go there and fight and take up arms and burn buildings and, you know, like, Every protest we know is full of shit disturbers. People that yeah. go in and try to disrupt, whether it be the black bloc here in Brazil or whether it be Black Lives Matter or, you know, I mean, and I need to be clear, not all Black Lives Matter people are bad. You know, mm -hmm. you have small little pockets and segments as there are Donald Trump followers that are evil and bad. And then there are democratic people that are bad. Every group has their little, so we can't paint them all with the same, same brush, right? Mm -hmm. Can so, I just jump in here though and say one thing just really quickly? Sure. I've been listening long. Sure. Um, I think sure. there's one thing that does stand true though in America. And that's that not all Donald Trump supporters are racist, but all racists are Donald Trump supporters. <laughs> Is that true though, man? I don't, I don't, <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I don't agree with. I don't, I don't know about that. that. I'll tell you why. I would definitely agree with that. I'll tell you why. Um, I don't agree with that, and I'll tell you why. I've met people that are Donald Trump supporters that are not racist, and I've met racists that are not Donald Trump supporters because no. he supports the people. He supports everyone. He has the high. He had the highest number of voters coming from the Hispanic and Black communities. Black mm -hmm. communities now in the United States have turned against Biden because Biden made statements that were shown in a news article about not him not wanting to send his kids to an inner city school because his kids would be exposed to savages. He meant that meaning I'm, I'm, black I'm what about I have, Trump refusing to rent to black people in New York and actually tried to take a, a case to New York, uh, to the courts in New York. You know, had to be forced to take on black clients. Uh, to take on black, allow black people in his buildings. Sorry, I mean, there's some really delicate reporting going on here. I'm, I'm, I didn't want to yeah, jump in like is, this, but there's some very, a, very delicate. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I I didn't vote for him, 
I, I voted independent, uh, you know, because I just, but there are things that unfortunately the media is heavily controlled by corporations. We all mm. know that if we don't, you know, corporations pay for advertising. So they get to uh, put their impressions on what they want that's being exposed. The mass media, you know, by censoring just tells me that we're not having accessibility to both sides. Freedom means having accessibility to information from all sides, whether we agree with it or not, we should have access to left, right, center, you know, black, white, gray, brown, orange. You should have access to all that information. And as human beings, we should be able to make our own decision based on that. But I don't know. He has the he has the backing of the Black Caucus. If he was that racist, he wouldn't have all that backing. And more people actually switched to voting to Donald Trump this year than they did the last election. So you nine, know, nine percent of the black votes. Nine percent of the black votes. You know, you know, you know, you know. The thing is, I think. Okay, I do agree that Donald Trump probably said, "Yeah, come to poll protest." peacefully but i also know that a lot of his supporters we know personally a few supporters of donald trump and we know that their their head their their brain is their head's a bit light of brain matter you know <laughs> so that's the pro that's the problem it's like someone like donald trump managed to galvanize a section of people who were not the smartest who couldn't really comprehend what he was saying like come and be peaceful you know this guy who's got this, this yeah, dude don't keep the can down the road don't don't keep the can down the road like that and make yeah, but look, i'm not gonna i'm not I'm not condoning anything that happened, but I'm just thinking. Look at this guy, for example, with the with the with the, with the, the makeup on and the, and the the hat, that Viking Wayne. hat. Wayne, that guy, that guy is a paid actor. Do you know that? Well, sure, that's what I mean. And that, but guy, also, that guy, that guy was. Yeah, but he wasn't paid by Donald Trump. He was paid no. by George Soros. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You know, obviously, the same to destroy America. Just, yeah, the same people, <laughs> okay. the same people that um at were were at Black Lives Matter. Some of Dude, them were, um, uh, some of them were there, and so you know what you have to understand is that um, there's 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 a bit of both mixed in mixed in with it. There's a situation with um, the, the 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 Democrats and you know their agenda um, into obviously destroying the character of Donald Trump, and 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 at the same time that you got the 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 the, the, the racist police officers that are Trump followers that are. That were in the the crowd as well, writing. Do you know what I mean? And that's a yeah. that's a fact. Um, we know that yeah, a majority of the Ku Klux Klan are police officers. We know that because we seen how, how many how many um, young black men have been murdered, cold blooded, you know, mm. on camera. Um, and this has gone on for a long period of time. But you know, you, you got two sides. You got the you got the racist side, and then you've got the satanic side. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know, it's which one. It's which one everybody trusts. Um, yeah. I know which side I would trust. I would trust the racist side because the satanic side has got an agenda and we've seen it today with this pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's the problem is that uh, the thing that I, I'm always, I've always been trying to follow the truth, you know, and, you know, there is, I, I don't think there's as big a race problem as the media makes it sound. I just, I think that, yeah. and, and and I live in a favela community where black, white, brown, we all live together. Okay. I live in Brazil and there's none of this using the N word. And, you know, I think that black communities need to take back their communities from people that cause problems in the black communities. And that could be said, said the same in the white communities. And the only re reason I say that is because Black Lives Matter wants to raise a fist for black power. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Blacks should have the right to say black power. But what about all the young black men that are being killed in the south side of Chicago by other black men? I think this is, um, you know, I want to answer this one. The, the thing is with this, this statistic is you're, you're generally fine when a black community live together and there's no other people to, um, to kill, for example, if you want to put a better way of saying it you'll find that they tend to kill their own just based on territorial rights or where, where we're doing gangs and stuff. So I think even, even when we try and... Social problem in America and in certain yeah. parts of America as well, it's even the same for certain parts in England as well. 
you know um so it's there's a lot several of things there's several things you want to get rid of poverty yeah, yeah so number that one. definitely now, okay Absol number one there are several things that go into not getting rid of poverty and and creating a better ambience for everybody now no. projects aren't the ideal but no. number one Terrible. women have to stop having children out of wedlock yeah number wow. one kids need to go to school and complete school yeah. after school you need to go and you need to get a job these are main things that can help end poverty and number one women and this is all over the planet we're not talking us all over the planet women need access to equal opportunity for education when you educate women then you're not going to have as many young girls pregnant true and if you could complete all those things we could get rid of poverty and and that's everywhere and that's in the midwest with white communities too we're not just assessing black communities we're, com we're assessing communities where poverty is a problem you talk in the midwest of america you have the trailer parks where there's a lot of white poverty and it's the same thing these people need to go to school complete school get a job don't have children out of wedlock and the yeah. girls need to be educated and when yes. you have those yeah. things in lined up then you will get rid of poverty but the problem is you have a lot of single women in a lot of these lower income neighborhoods mm -hmm. and again it color doesn't matter it could be in san francisco in the chinese community you have it you have it all all across all races okay so these things need to be taken in consideration you have a lot of young men out there that all they want to do is have sex you know party 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 they don't want to go to school they don't respect authority and i'm not just talking police okay let's keep the police out of this for now but they don't respect teachers mm -hmm. so if the teacher says sit down and do your homework they're like fuck you i don't need it because that's the way they're raised because they don't have a man in the family mm. you know yeah the black black family is being destroyed by welfare right where the woman could say oh i don't need a man i don't she has all these kids and the government gives her money and she sits on her ass but the problem is those kids get raised in an environment without having a proper role model especially young men they mm -hmm. need men to teach them how to be a man to, no. to respect authority that doesn't mean kiss their ass it doesn't mean you have to kiss their ass but don't be a wise ass don't lip off like mm -hmm. go to school study you, you know there's nothing wrong with being smart you know but within and and this is in white suburbia too you have kids that oh i don't want to go to school fuck school well what are you going to do with your life oh you want to be a hood a hood rat you know, you want to be a kid on the uh, in the suburbs, uh, stealing cars and doing whatever. Oh, so that's going to be better. Mm. You know, uh, and, and the thing is, parents need to take responsibility for the actions of their children. Okay, mm. can I just jump in here because I'm hearing all sure, kind of things sure. here, and it's um, sure, it's a bit disturbing for me to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm finding it a bit disturbing. Um, I think what we're looking at is, oh, hang on, bear with me. We're looking at a situation where, say, these women that you're describing, who, who are, uh, oh, bear with me. Sorry. So these women you're describing who are basically just having children and they are in a situation where those kids need a father figure. I, I do, to an extent, I get what, exactly what you're saying. There's, there's, a, there's a, a, obviously a well-documented history of children growing up in the projects without a father. Okay, but let's have a look at maybe why those fathers are not around. Now, those fathers are not around for many reasons, but when you look at some of the social economic reasons, those reasons are, are pretty ex extensive. So if you're going to look at just in, in, in terms of your typical African-American male, who will have, in general, or even an African-American family, who throughout their whole life in America will have, in general, one-tenth of the wealth of white people when they're put in areas or when they choose to live in areas, often those areas are more or less blacklisted. Sometimes there's still redlining going. Whose mic's that by the way? That's, that's uh, crackling. Yeah. 
the mic's really crackling quite bad. Stop oh, no, um, possibly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So these these people are often in situations and in areas where even their normal day to day life, going through schools. We're talking about schools that are underfunded compared to their rural counterparts and different areas or wider parts of the city. They say, on, in general, again, this is an official statistic, that black schools receive one third of the funding of white sc schools. They also get the, not the pick of the teacher because teachers because they're in very badly deprived areas. So, so we're looking at the fact that the opportunities for jobs in those areas are often really, really poor. And the poor thing, the, the, the saddest thing about this, in places now like the Bronx and Queens that are actually coming up now, they've actually got the gentrification. So now these areas are developing and there's jobs going to be there. Black people are being moved out there by way of their rents being put up two and three, four times what it has been. So they're too poor to live in the areas that were now the projects. So they're okay to live in the projects, have no jobs, have no opportunities, to have the police bearing down on them and pulling them over all the time, the, the black folks. Now, in, in America, statistic again, that most black people do not leave school with a college education, I mean, an education better than that of an 11 year old. So most mm -hmm. of them have been disqualified from school. Then what do they do with no qualifications? They go into a life where there's no jobs, there's no opportunity, they're in a deprived area, they're already seeing the, the, the police bearing down on their neck. So what opportunities or what career moves, apart from just trying to get out of that area, are they expected to do? Because in the case of a lot of these people, they've often got criminal records by the time they, they, they turn into adults. So they have adolescent records that stay on their file. Now, you already know, I'm sure, especially with you being an American, that if you get a criminal record, often other rights are taken away from you. So now you can't vote for your elected official. You can't often go back to the place where you lived because you're not allowed by law to go back to your family, could, which could be your only family, your only support network, back in the hood, the place that you probably don't want to be in the first place. And even before you've committed a crime, you've chance, your chances of succeeding in that area are poor. Now, the first thing, or the last thing I want to say, um, Callan, this isn't, I don't think you said it with any sort of intent because you did touch on something that is very prevalent. In poor white communities the trailer parks and everything we've got exactly the same problem mm. the only thing i would say in in terms of the trailer parks and stuff like that is it's a problem that is not it's not it's not really to the same extent so it's predominantly in the south in the, the situation that's happened across the united states is if you will go to any city in the united states the black people are living in the worst areas and the last point I would want to make in this sense is let's just look at the difference. In fact, let's, let's, let's forget what's happened recently in terms of like Black, Black Lives Matter protests that were 97% peaceful, but we focused on Portland, only on Portland and where the mishaps and the rioting was going. 97% across the world actually was peaceful, 3% being troublesome. They reported on riots. Now, yesterday, consistent messaging over a long period of time about don't trust this, don't trust that, this is being stolen from you. You have to get angry, you have to feel enraged, march on the Capitol when Congress is in and people are falling from Mike Pence's head. That was pretty pretty deliberate and it's not at all the same thing. Insurrection, Black Lives Matter protests, completely different. So my final point, um, sorry, <laughs> I oh, know I wanted to get this out because it was all getting me angry, man. I was like, nah, I've got to get this <laughs> my chest. I'd support Black Lives Matter if they weren't Marxist. I mean, the three... No, no, no. no. Started... The whole thing with Black Lives Matter is it's, it's the messaging. The messaging gets conflated all the time. Black Lives Matter was a simple thing. We want, we're marching for equality. Simple as we don't want police killing us. That was it. Then you got a load of different people, factions taking over, not necessarily taking over the movement, but taking over the messaging. And right wing always wants to get whatever they can vilify black people. They want black people to hate black people. They want white people to hate black people. The one thing they don't want to do is equality. So you, the, the one thing that was sure as hell was going to happen is that the Black Lives Matter were going to be victimised no matter what because they were fighting for equality. Mm. That was the, the power doesn't give away. Yeah. The power is never given away without struggle. It's yeah. never given. You have to take it. I think, can I just quickly jump in? I think the Black Lives Matter movement, for example, I think everyone had a different interpretation of the Black Lives Matter movement. For me, it was literally, yeah, 
I want equality. I want people to not kill people who look like me. I want to be able to go down the street in my car. I want to be able to buy a nice car and not have, like, when the police are behind me. Even, I live in Germany, obviously. And even when the police are behind me in Germany, where I've never been pulled over. Well, actually, I feel like I've been pulled over one time. Uh, but I've never really been pulled over in that mass, like it happens in England or in America. Um, but I still, I'm nervous when police are behind me. I'm still like, oh my God, they're going to pull me over. I'm, I'm sweating, you know, I'm, my heart's raised. I'm thinking, what have I done? You know, the police have guns here too in Germany, but they never use them. So when I was in America, I was even more conscious, like, oh man, if the police are behind me, man, what, what might happen? Because I don't look like them. And I'm pretty sure because I've got an English accent or British accent, they'll probably be like, oh, he's British, he's all right. You know, because I'm not one of the Americans. Um, you'd still be a bit nervous because you hear all the press. And just the last thing is, I think with the media, I think the, if anyone's to blame at the moment, it's the media on everything. Every situation we have now currently in the world is because of the media. The media is making things so much worse. And I, I want to say what, what Callan said about this racism thing. Actually, there is flurries of racism going around, but I think he's right. The majority of people are not racist or at least not to that extent where they want to kill us all, you know what I mean? This extremism. Yeah. I think there's a there's a lot of people get along. Like, even when I go out, okay, I'll, I live in Germany. <laughs> and I ain't going to lie. When I was my new job, everyone knows the story. There was a couple of people who were a little bit more discriminated, discriminated <laughs> towards me. But, um, but still, they probably didn't want to see me killed, apart from like one or two. But when I look at the overall, overall picture, I'm thinking to myself, actually, most people are nice. They're, you know, embrace me and stuff and they, they want to see me do well. So I think you're right, man. There's not that much racism, but we need to, we still need to eradicate that. I would say hundred percent. That's something that we need to get out 100% because it's not good for I think, us. I think everybody has certain prejudices growing up. I wouldn't call mm -hmm. it racism, but it's things that are implanted in your brain, but these things are learned and they mm -hmm. can be unlearned. That's the key is mm -hmm. these prejudices that people might have can be unlearned. And yeah. that's where it needs I think, to start. Sorry to cut in, but I think just adding to that, what would be really, really good, and I think this is where literally the the the, the, the message needs to be from 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 my liking, is through my eyes or through your eyes, Cullen. If we was both in the states, we need to recognise that country for all its differences. It needs to look the same for us. So if I if I go to the ER and there's something wrong with me, we pretty much know that we'll be treated treated the same by a doctor because they've got this, yeah. this sense of responsibility and oath to look after you and, and they, they, they want to do that naturally. We need government in general or, or the society to do that for us as well. So when a black person drives down the road, when they get pulled over, they don't feel victimized because they saw a white guy get pulled over before. Mm. Like I, don't, I don't see white people, I'm in England, I don't see white people get pulled over. It's just, it's just a general fact. I don't see it happen in this country, let alone... All stop, stops and checks. Yeah, we don't stops and checks, uh, people searching. When the police come up to me, uh, they won't say, you know, uh, you know, are we know, are you known to us? They will say, what have you been in trouble for before? You know, it's automatic assumption. Lending practices from the banks needs to be the, the same across the board. You know, the, the, the type of housing, the type of the cleanliness of the water that we drink, the, the air that we breathe. Where project, mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. you know, project diets, the diet, I think, important. So, say for instance, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in parts of, I don't know if it's Florida or California, actually, no, it's in Los, near Los Angeles. There's actually um, America exploring, uh, the government are exploring for, or they have oil wells, but some of these oil wells in the middle of like bloody cities are less than a mile away from schools in black mm -hmm. and Hispanic neighborhoods, and it always seems to be in black or Hispanic neighborhoods, and this needs to stop. I'm not saying. I'll pick on the whites for a while. We're saying just make things so the world looks the same. Of course, our experience is going to be different. You know, you might listen to a different type of music to me. You might eat a different type of food to, to, to me. But the same, the opportunities and the, what America should offer or what the UK should offer in terms of me should be the same whether I'm okay, black but, or white. Okay, but let me ask you, let me ask you this, okay? Just because now I live in Brazil. Brazil mm -hmm. is a lot different, okay? Yeah. It's a lot different here. Um, I look white to you. I'm actually mixed, but not, I'm mixed with native or like Indian uh, tribal yeah. cultures. My dad is half tribal cultures, so he's got kind of light uh, bronze skin. That's, that's cool. Okay. 
my mother's white, white as white as can be. Uh, so of course I, I have my whim, my mother's skin tone, mother's eyes, but I have my dad's build and body and so forth. Now in Brazil, there's racism here, but it's very hidden because yeah. if you get caught being racist, you can be processed uh, for a crime. There was a, during the uh, Olympic, no, the World Cup, there was a white girl who threw a banana on the field and started chanting macaco, which means monkey, the monkey to one of these players. And she got arrested. She got in big fucking trouble for it, which mm -hmm. she should have. I mean, like, you know, we don't need that. Brazil is 51% black, mm. Afro-Brazilian. So, I mean, and, but here, even though I have white skin, I've been pulled over because I live in a favela community because mm. the prejudice here and the stigma is living in a favela community. It's different, isn't it? So it doesn't matter what, what, whether you're white, brown or black in Hosinia, my community where I live, 300,000 people. Cool. Yeah. I live in Hosinia. We have white, brown and black people. And we have, my neighbors are all, all, all tones. I got, Black people in the building. I li I live in a bill. I live in my own house, but I have houses on top of me, and we have everything here: brown, black. We even have some Chinese people that live at the bottom of the favela. They live here as well. Uh, but as soon as I leave the favela, I could be subject to being searched by police, and it's, it has nothing to do with skin color. Economics in Brazil, a lot of the prejudice has to do with your economic status. Yeah. Living in a yeah, favela, yeah. you tend to be more of a target. Yeah. So, you know, my, so my experience with racism is, is a lot different because it's more been economic. I'll mm -hmm. get pulled over because I live in a favela. I'll get stopped in a shopping mall because I live in a favela. Mm -hmm. You know, or I'll be followed because I have tattoos or, you know what I'm saying? So... This is what I mean about prejudices. You have downright racism, which is against somebody's skin color, but then you have these little prejudices like yeah. I'll be followed around in a store because I'm covered in tattoos. Yep. They yep. automatically assume I must have been in prison or in jail. I've never been in jail. I've never <laughs> I've never done done time. Never been arrested. <laughs> never done time. You know, um, yeah, well, I mean, that's what they stay in the States. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, I've had people come to me, oh, oh, what did you do time for? And I'm like, do time? I've never done time. You know, like, <laughs> I know what it means. But, but the assumption is, because I'm covered in tattoos, that I must have been in jail, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm, you know, I made, I could have gone the bad route. Actually, when I was young, I used to sell drugs, but it didn't last for long because eventually I decided to yeah. make a decision because mm -hmm. if I could continue to sell drugs, I would have either ended up dead or in prison because no. living in a favela is like living in the hood. And I still live in the hood, but I made a conscious decision to stop. And I had to start at the bottom. I worked as a helper on a construction crew. I hated it. It was backbreaking fucking work, but I had to make that decision. Do I want to go to jail or do I want to end up dead? And I made yeah. that decision at 22 years old that I would try to live an honest life because my parents went through separation and, you know, I didn't, I wasn't raised with some silver spoon in my mouth, regardless of skin color, life has been very difficult, but it hasn't been impossible. And you know what? I wouldn't change it for anything in the world because it's made me who I am today. Yeah. I was like, so I made a conscious choice to get out of the gang and go the right path. And that's what I'm saying about with certain communities, people need to learn to make the right choice and not be swayed by, oh, you're going to get a real job. Oh, what are you? Uh, oh, what are you a sucker? Uh, oh, what are you trying to be like the rich people? Or, you know, like you hear people telling, uh, black youth that want to make something so oh what are you trying to be white no it's not trying to be white it's trying to get your piece of the pie that you rightly deserve yeah yeah and this is this that's is exactly what I'm gonna, sorry just to just to go back to the whole thing in america that's kind of the way 
we did get false, well, the American, uh, the government got managed to tie up the loop because there wasn't much money in just pulling over and, and, and dealing with crime in the black hood, the hoods. And they already took possessions off them and they used to sell them. And they, you know, the police themselves managed to keep, like the office themselves were taking cuts of the money legally. Like it was like a bonus scheme and stuff like that happened. But the way that they really, really uh, rounded the corner and finished it off was the prison for profit. Because now you've got a whole self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy. You get them in young, they've got themselves a rap, uh, a, a criminal record. So now they're already pretty much disqualified and barred from things. They come in and out of the system. They produce stuff, manufacture stuff for the American government, pretty much for all the military, for, for all the, like your, your national services, like your railway services and all the rest of it that you have. And then, like, like I say, it becomes a for-profit. The amount of money that's going into building prisons, paying for, you know, per, you know, they get so much money per day for these these people. Just like- New you, slavery, isn't it? Yeah, it, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's the perfect circle. You, it's almost like cattle to the slaughter. And what you have to remember is in America, the police was actually formed because there were slave catchers. That's what the police service was. You know, that's how the prison service started in, in that prison. Sorry, let's try that again. The police service started in America. They were slave catchers going after uh, runaway slaves. Yeah. So that's it was started with racist notions. And like I said, a whole load of laws and redlining. And all until, that this sort day. Of stuff. Hmm? until this day, it's still going on. It is because it's still very, very profitable, lucrative, yes. and it's in your face now, and it's very open. You know, these people yeah. hold, you know, conferences and that, showing off the latest in prison technology or police technology and and stuff like that. It's, the whole system is a money making thing, and that is, to be honest, Absolutely. more about America than it is about the police. It's a very mm -hmm. the, the, the entrepreneurial. The Americans mm -hmm. are entrepreneurial, so even you better believe even your police Simon. force is going to be entrepreneurial. Simon. Okay, but let me ask that? you this: you, you, you've you've um, you've been able to make it. I mean, you're Afro English, Afro English. You're not in jail. You're not on drugs. You know, you're married. You have kids. What makes oh, you different from other not... Afro people? I think you either use that he's married. And Andrew, a bit. Andrew, you know, attest to this. You know, like. The situation, the situation in the UK is very different to the, the US. So we have the we, we have the problems that you have. You have them on steroids. So like you know yeah. we have a lot of. There, well, I live people. in Brazil. I don't. Yeah, I don't live in the states. Like, it's probably, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you're American, any? I'm on about like saying it's half American, half Brazilian. Okay. Okay, so Brazil. Yeah. Okay, so Brazil. I've been yeah. to Brazil. Obviously, you probably know that from when I was with Al Stalio in in yeah. 2016. I spent some time in uh, in Babylonia in in Rio. Uh, so we stayed in yeah. the favela ourselves, and we loved it, um, despite the gunshot. That's but we cool, loved man. it. Yeah, really, <laughs> I love it. I love it there. I, I love that place so so much. Um, I heard but, more gunshots in San Francisco than in my favela. So well, you know, it, to me, really, I, I said to, to Alstalio. Yeah, I, because I, I lived in a poor, lower class neighborhood. I lived in the Mexican hood because, look, I'm a favela boy. I'm not. I'm not a middle class kid. I when I lived in the United States, I lived in the mission area, and that's Mexican, African, and they had the Norteños and Serenos. The Mexican gangs, at least once a month, you'd hear gunfire. I haven't heard gunfire here in RC in over a year. No, and that's no. the truth. Yeah. Oh, no way. Simon. Yo. Simon, um, I just wanted to, to um, go back to what you were saying this a while, a while ago. You know, when um, slavery was actually abolished in America, mm -hmm. um, there had to be a new way of making slavery still work after slavery. And that's when the prisons came around. And um, what would happen is like any black person that would get caught for any petty thing will probably be doing life yeah. by the courts because yeah. courts are racist, the police are racist. They would even stitch people up just to get them back into the prison system and mm -hmm. to work them as slaves. And that's where it started from then. And so they actually found out another way of, of having slavery, slavery by, you know, allowing black people to be put in prison and using them as slaves and mm -hmm. getting them on a life sentence. That was a legal way of having slaves and it still is that way today. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, you know what? Up in the justice system. Can we, we, can talk about this, we, could, we could talk about this um, uh, on another show in a couple of weeks. But I want to do, <laughs> I want to talk about what coronavirus looks like for Callan in Brazil. 
Because, like... Because <laughs> <laughs> there's been I'm a video circling. There's been I'm a video circling. <laughs> yeah. Can I just okay, jump in here so... before Callum does? Because he's going to give you an gotcha. expert opinion, but I want to give you an outside opinion just really quickly. Um, the one thing that I don't know if you know much about Brazilian politics and that, but Bolsonaro has got exactly the same. He's, he's very Trump-like or Putin-like, you know. So he's very, in the way that he thinks, he, he's very, like, he basically said, I don't give a damn about coronavirus. Then he caught coronavirus. And then afterwards he goes, I still don't give a damn about coronavirus. Do what you will. <laughs> now, that was the last I heard. So I don't know if he's got any strict there. But that was literally his angle up until about three months ago. He didn't give a damn. So, and there was he was going mad over there, like he was going everywhere. So, yeah, Callum could give us a the, the, give us a low down, please. Because give us a scoop, Callum. Um, I, I think I actually had coronavirus or something similar in November, and uh, but you know I survived. I'm 52. Uh, I've had some lung and breathing problems and asthma and comorbidities, but I didn't die. You know, um, I don't take it as serious only because I know the mainstream media and the numbers don't add up. And then yeah. there were two scandals. There were two scandals in Brazil. The first was back in July, there was a video that surfaced about a community in Minas Gerais that had a, like they built like this Quonset hut, like a kind of a temporary hospital. Mm -hmm. You know, it looks like an airplane hangar and, and it's this huge place and they built it. And uh, they were soliciting money from the government to get help. Well, what happened is some Congress members decided to make a visit to this huge area where they they were claiming they needed help because they had <laughs> 3,000 people, 200 people dead and 3,000 people in beds and they needed funds. Mm -hmm. So Congress decided to take a trip out there and it's all on video and they go to visit the place and the place is totally empty. I shit you not. Okay, that's number one. Number two, okay, even now they're saying, oh, the hospitals are full. Well, Two weeks ago, I went to Miguel Cuarto and Gavi to visit a friend of mine who had ACL surgery because I trained jujitsu. You know, my friend got injured. He had mm -hmm. to get the tendons put back on the bone and so forth. I went to visit him. The place was normal. It wasn't overrun with COVID patients. And, and I was just like, you know, because I expected, you know, like you, you hear the news and you think, you know, they're the talking heads for whoever is spreading this. But, yeah. you know, you know, um, People are wearing masks, yeah, but I mean, in the favela, only about 20% of the people are wearing masks. The only kind of regulation that's being really enforced is at shopping malls. You go, they put the thing, that temperature reader on your wrist, you have to wear a mask, but then once you get in the shopping mall, there are people who take the masks off, <laughs> they, they have a drink in their mouth, or shovel some shit out, and it's like... And the thing that the thing that made me think about this is when they opened up restaurants and they have this thing, okay, you need to enter with a mask. Okay, fine. But all of a sudden you sit down at the table, you can take, take off the, the mask, mask off. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Well, what am I, uh, am I in a barrier here where the yeah. virus enter? So, I mean, there are just too many questions. I just think that this is nothing more than like a maybe a little bit more severe flu. But even then, we're not hearing about flu numbers. Where are the flu numbers? Where are the numbers? Uh, exactly. Exactly. All of a sudden, what? The flu disappears? Come on, man. Be made redundant. Be made redundant. Be made redundant, man. I'm telling you. Walgreens open. Walgreens could open all these big mega mega stores open, but the mom and pops are closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that doesn't make sense at all. Doesn't. Doesn't make essential yeah. workers. You know what? Everybody is an essential worker. Everybody. Everybody yeah. has a right to earn a living. To put people in poverty, you know, yeah. this. And then the government want to. They they're trying to set up this socialist communist bullshit. Where mm. people have to rely on the state. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
You know, you know, I was thinking though in, in, in Brazil, I was thinking that, you know, I've got an alternative spin on it. I was thinking that the Brazilians decided, yo, I've got more chance of being shot from a favela boy than getting coronavirus. And that's why they decided, nah, I ain't listening to this. Because I like the Brazilian, you know, they're, they're spunky. You know, they, they make a decision to say, no, we're not going to be taken for a ride. And that's what I like about the Brazilians. Because yeah. if you go to Germany, I swear, Callan, come to Germany. You're going to see completely, what you just described there, you see completely opposite here. Everybody's listening. Everybody's doing exactly what they say. It's like it's like a, a military operation, really. Everyone's walking in line. You know, you could just say, don't do nothing. They've even brought in something where they say, if you've got more than 200 cases in 100,000, like um, the amount of people, 100,000 people, population. 200 cases, they're the population. No, in the area, for example. Okay. Per, per every 100,000, 200 cases, um, you're not allowed to go more than 15 kilometers from your house. 15 and people are people are doing this they're even setting up they're even putting like rings around the area like okay if you live here Wait. you're not allowed to go. <laughs> you don't know like that's Wait. bad listen if i go for a walk and i'm clusters if i'm five miles from my home i'm getting it i'm getting fined that's five miles bullshit it's bullshit you know the whole yeah. thing is bullshit i you know i think you know i think like anything the, the biggest defense about it uh, against any virus or bacteria, look, we live in an area, there's bacteria everywhere. <laughs> it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here. It's on my headphones. It's, it, bacteria is everywhere. Yo, dodge what? that bit though, there's COVID, man. Dodge. Move to the <laughs> left, bro. Guys, look, guys. Wash your hands. Guys. Wash your hands, right? Wash your hands. Mm -hmm. Take care of your immune system. Stop drinking. Stop smoking. Stop taking prescription drugs or, or recreational drugs. Mm -hmm. Take care of your immune system with good quality <laughs> food, not junk food or GMOs. Yeah. And you'll beat almost any virus. The yeah, planet guys, has everything we need to keep our bodies healthy. Lads, um, I think what we're getting geared up for now is the, um, the vaccines. And um, I'll say, I don't say vaccine. I say vaccines because right. um, the ones the ones that are out now are the first of many. Um, what got me is that I don't know if um, you guys remember Tony Blair um, going on GMTV um, not so long back and basically stating that you know the only way that people will have liberty, which which means like a normal life, is by having a vaccine, and it will come down to that. So here is a man that we all know. Um, that was responsible for, you know, the um, the invasion of um, Iraq um, and for oil, um, where Iraq didn't have nothing to do with 9-11. And uh, in fact, it was actually orchestrated. And, um, you know, this is man, he's, he's, he's there already plotting to what's going to happen. So when he speaks and when he comes out with such things, I'm thinking, right, okay, there you are. Mm -hmm. And this is what they're building people up to do. And all, all that's happening right now is just control. It's just a, it's a simulation to see how many people can we fall in line and how many people will go in this direction of a vaccine, how many people will be running for a vaccine just so they can go on holiday, how many people will be running for a vaccine so they can do this, so they can do that. It's all about control. Mm. And the yeah, thank goodness. I, I have to say, you know, uh, thank goodness Bolsonaro decided against mandating it. He has basically said... If you want to take it, take it. And of course, because of the media, most of the sheep will take it. Most yeah, people in the favela told me, oh, you're going to get your vaccine? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, uh, no, I ain't fucking getting anybody injecting me with no bullshit. Do you know what are in these vaccines? <laughs> Aborted fetal cells, aluminum, mercury, formaldehyde. You wouldn't drink this shit, never mind inject it in your body. You have to be stupid to inject this stuff. Plus, it's going to be RNA that's going to fuck with your DNA. So, no thank you, sir. Bro, this is what I'm saying, the way I look at it, because I think out of all of us, I'm probably the least conspiratorial. But the one thing I will say is, and I've said this from the off, when it comes to vaccines, you're dealing with a different cat. You're dealing with a different person <laughs> altogether. And I'll tell you for why, yeah? If I'm going to take anything that would normally go through a process of taking six to seven years before early going through the four stages and early preliminary results about test uh, 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 what's it efficiency or effectively you know how, how it is 
that there it is, is that's what you would normally go to the whole FDA process and then early preliminary results telling you how that vaccine is now being received. For you to tell me the long term results on something that has got less life on it than my slippers, then I'm, I'm not being funny. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not having that. Like, you can't tell me the long term effects on something, efficacy, that is the word I'm looking for, the long term yeah. efficacy of something when it has been out developed and i mean like listen if these guys have made a vaccine that's brilliant and, and worked like hats off to them if it does a lot of good for the world hats off to anybody who actually wants to take it but for me i'm sorry mate i won't even jump in the car with somebody who's been learning to drive for seven months let alone I mean, my I body mean. That's how about your happy. kids yeah but what are you going to do about your kids if they force your kids to take it what yeah, are you going to do about that's that? true that's true because i'm in that predicament I will be not I think, I think, I think I've, I've, I've actually examined this and thought about it. There's places like Costa Rica or Costa Rica, yeah, yeah. and places like that where there's going to be havens for it. Yeah, sure. gonna, there's going to be havens throughout the world. Maybe Brazil will be one. You know, I believe there's going to be countries that may get cut off, but these countries will live off the fact that people will move there on the back of like, I would rather go here and mm. live a life to be have my liberties fully intact. Because that's what it's going to be. Which country is going to take away our liberties first? Which yeah. ones are going to be quickest? Because the, the, we already know that it's an orchestra. Like when people talk about orchestration, we're talking about collaboration. That's the main thing. We're talking about the G7, the G8. We're talking about an ever-changing world where just in general, geopolitics is changing because of the, 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 the actual uh, outlook of the world now. It's going to be looking at the world for a Chinese perspective and you better believe it. So like, yeah. and this is, the, and there's not just people like the, the natural players. Like, people think, oh no, we, you know, even with the, I would say the harm that Trump's done for for people thinking like believing in global warming. There's a lot of people now who think that oh, there's going to be like the new, uh, the new saviors of the world are going to come in in different areas, like say for like you know when it talks global warming to be one instance. The same powers will just move their money into clean energy. So they will wait for the infrastructure to be built and then Shell will buy or BP will buy a big energy company. And the same people are going to have the same power in their hands. So the point to that is the old plan, this new world order is an old plan and it relies on having the same key players in place. Yeah. So no matter what we're seeing in terms of what our outlook is, like we may see uh, uh, everything going electrical and changing, the same money will buy those interests and have the same domination. And it's the same within the media. And we, like I said to you in, in an article that I did on Red Pill, I'll say that, you know, if you put all the power of all of the media in one place and you can actually fit them in a conference room, in yeah. one room, a boardroom, not a conference room. You can get them in a boardroom, the major players throughout the whole world. This game is old. And vaccination, for me, is part of the plan to try and... Eat. I, I, people said, what, what do you think in it? You know, you think it's going to kill us all? No, I don't. I think there's an inhibitor that is going to take away our ability to question things logically and rationally because that is what they need us more to do, more than anything else. They know what we buy. They know where we go. They know who we see. We, they know who we, how we spend. Absolutely. So now what they need to be able to do is take away our actual desire to have choice, conformity. Dumbing us down. Absolutely. Because, um, because another thing, another key factor as well is that pe what people don't understand is that even if you have the vaccine, you can still catch COVID-19. Yeah. COVID-19. Yeah. So the what's the point shot. of the vaccine? Same with the flu, yeah. Same, Same with the flu, flu shot. shot. Yeah. You know, do you get your flu shot? You're going to still get the flu. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I would say I thank God for places like Brazil where they're still living a normal life and I'm hoping I'm hoping that God sends me a, a flight in the next couple of weeks because then you'll be seeing me happen. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You think I'm missing the rap, man? You'll be seeing me in a couple of weeks. I'm going to head out to Brazil and go chill out well, and I mean, enjoy some of the old life. You know, I, walking through the favela is wonderful because it's almost like the favelas operate a little bit different. There's more freedom here. Like yeah. buying a house here, you could buy a house for 20,000 US dollars. Once you buy the house, there's no taxes. You could open up a little shop and you don't have to have a permit. And you guys that live in the Western world, it's all red tape to do shit. Yeah. yeah. To buy sure. a house in the, in the UK or the States or even open a business, 
to do a build out, you need a permit. You need this, this, this yeah. from the government. So up to like where it. I live, where I live, you don't have any of that. Like, <laughs> you know, just total freedom. I, that's what I like about living here. Cause I, I lived in the States, but I just felt like I felt smothered by bureaucracy for everything. Yeah, yeah. Bureaucracy. Yeah. Just like, and it was like that. Just think it was like that before they took away, uh, just started peeling away our, our, our liberties. And it's only going to get worse. Like it's going to be a quick demise. And I think, like I say, this first vaccine will be the first, they're looking for the first lot of statistics. How many people without much of a push took it without even any pressure? Absolutely. 66% that was more than we thought. Right, how do we get the next, you know, it's like an accelerating car. It's easy to yeah. get it to 100 mile an hour. Then the resistance yeah. starts hitting. Then it's a lot difficult to get to 200. And then it's nearly impossible to get to 300. This is how it's going to work with, you know, they're going to find different ways to, to literally mass vaccinate the world. And the rest what of is the percentage, what is the percentage of English people that will actually get it? Or let, let me ask it this way. Like in Brazil, I'm going to be honest with you. About 60% of Brazilians do not want to take the vaccine. They don't trust yeah. it because we've had some deaths with the uh, testing groups, you know, the guinea pigs that decided yeah. to volunteer. We've had some deaths. <laughs> Idiots. So now 60% of Brazilians do not want to take, they don't trust it. What's, what's it like where you guys live? I think in England, it's about six, again, about, I think 60% want to take it. 65% want to take it. Really? So a high. lot of pressure and a lot of I would say early so. media sort of like um the, what they tried to do is dispel the rumors before they've even really took flight here and they yeah. haven't given much of a like they won't allow on the news for people to talk about being anti-vax they yeah. might cover it as in like they might narrate over it you know you know a lot of people in the uk don't want to take it there's so many percent say that they don't but they will never allow anyone to actually speak on the matter absolutely so all the airtime goes to pro-vaccine people and trying absolutely. to so much for freedom of safe. speech right you don't need to lie to people if you don't you don't need to lie to people if they don't question something in the first place Absolutely. and if, if you keep something come out of sight and you you, you shine something wave you know got wave something shiny in the air then people a lot of time look at the wet you know the shiny thing or else Absolutely. magicians would never have a, a career um. Absolutely. um the media is controlled over here big time um bbc the news um, they fabricated the deaths, um, and um, you know people are actually scared. Um, you know, they, I think they had something in the news today that says that this is the worst um, death toll for any death toll ever in the UK. Yeah, yeah but where do those numbers come from? I mean, they could be made <laughs> Guess up. Work. You know, I mean, a government, a media thing, they can make up numbers. I mean, how how do how can you prove them wrong? How do yeah, you, you can't. You can't. You can't. What I would say oh, is... Um... I want to mention in Brazil, the first video was the empty hospital. The second video was they caught, they talked to a grave digger out somewhere and he said that they were making him fill the coffins full of sandbags and burying Wow. Yo. Yo. Wow. The revelations of the Black were... Company podcast. <laughs> so what they what they were doing is um, they probably paid off the grave digger, but I mean he he spilled the beans to somebody because it got out, and um, but what they did is they had this overview shot of like a drone looking down, showing all these coffins, like probably hundreds of coffins, and these guys digging holes for these coffins, yeah. right? That image of the coffins, optics, and it was bro. just like. Optics. Yeah, exactly. It's all image and illusion, right? So, yeah. of course, right. Brazil, Brazilians that are brain controlled, or I don't believe everything the media tells me. I look for alternative. You can't trust the media. No, I look for alternative. I, I listen to all of them uh, left, right, center, everybody. I'll listen to everybody. And then whatever I think makes the most sense or seems yeah. to make common sense. It To me, common sense is not. When you go in a restaurant, you sit down and you can take your mask off. The COVID yeah. is it's, it's either in the restaurant or it's not in the restaurant. Yeah. You know, it's not like all of a sudden it decides not to be at my table. That is, to me, is not common sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's a good place, dude. I just want to end it on saying, the only common sense is, how do you put the food in the mouth with the mask on? I don't know. You cut a hole. And I don't know. Yeah, something like that, isn't it? Hey, oh, Callan, we're going to get you back on because we want to talk a bit more about Brazil. Um, we'll talk on WhatsApp or Telegram, wherever, where it's safest. You got anything to promote, Callan, while you're here? What's that? Got anything to promote? Want to promote anything? Um. Well, I mean, we're trying to raise money to open a jiu-jitsu school here. Um, you can find me on Facebook under the name. My name is actually Carlin, but the R on my keyboard isn't working. So my name is C-A-R-L-A-N. Yeah, I, I'm a favela boy. I can't yeah. afford to replace it. spell my one now. But anyway, Get so you. when I had to type it in, I couldn't cut and paste the R, but it's C-A-R-L-A-N. And then last name, Gracie, G-R-A-C-L. I E as in like the family Gracie. Yeah, it's a classic name. All right. Yeah. So Carlin, C A R L A N. Yeah. And you can find me on Facebook if you want to add me. Um, my posts on my page, I try to stay out of politics, you know. I mean, I try the best I can. All I want to see is freedom for everybody, no matter where we live, and that this whole pandemic or whatever you want to call it passes and we can everybody can be i don't know happier you know yeah, yeah sure and successful whatever that means you know great all right man carlin it's a pleasure having you we're going to get you back of course um you can all right so you got anything from out yeah yeah no. i wanted to just uh, i i just want to see to ask everybody to uh, give uh, igloo music a like as well iglu music igloo music um, hopefully, uh, with Al Stalio's help, I'm going to be doing a, a brand new podcast talking to an absolutely amazing musician called Ashley Allen. He's uh, like a jazz sensation, brilliant singer, and just voted uh, number one male in Birmingham or best uh, male artist in Birmingham, solo artist. So I'll be looking forward to getting him on the show. And uh, yeah, just check out what we're doing. And uh, also if you, check out if you add me on Facebook, can you send me that? What is it? IGL, whatever. I'm not going to remember all that. But yeah, if you add me on you Facebook, and then send me that information. I'll put a, a prop up for that guy too. God bless you, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah man, that's me. Safe. Uh, Andrew, got anything to promote? Football Nothing podcast. Promote. All ah, I can man. say is um, stay podcast, safe. <laughs> stay safe. Don't take the vaccine. And keep <laughs> minds open. <laughs> of course, we we're neither for or against the vaccine. This is my disclaimer. We're neither for or against the vaccine. So if YouTube was the Bama video. It should be personal choice. Personal choice. It's personal choice. Yeah. Yeah, take it. Um, I agree. (laughs) Leave it and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. Good night, guys. All right, awesome. Ciao, ciao. Thanks for having me. I hope American democracy is still there next week. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's the Thursday. Remember, I'm here. Ciao, ciao. Thank mm-hmm. you.